Hello and welcome to episode four of The Umpire Strikes Back. Firstly, we are all at home recording this, so apologies if the sound quality, we just really wanted to get this out to you. Well, where do we start? Three weeks ago, we sat recording episode three at the Aegeus Bowl, planning for the season ahead, worrying about lovely things like the rain and how we were going to keep pre-season training interesting. But times have changed very quickly, and now, of course, coronavirus has taken hold. And whilst we acknowledge cricket is way down the priority list of global issues, we are also aware that the cricketing community of Hampshire is concerned for the summer ahead. Players, officials, clubs and fans all have questions and we wanted to give information where we can. So I'm going to be joined today by Simon Jones, who we heard from in episode three. He's our clubs and leagues development manager. And for the first time by Ben Thompson, our development director. They have joined me from their homes and let's hear from them now. Ben, Simon, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? All right. Um, ben, uh, maybe if you could start with a, just a general view of cricket across the county, but also uh, nationally. Firstly, what I'd like to start with is just saying a, a big thank you to all the volunteers for the work they're doing, um, simply to ensure clubs are in existence um, for when we actually return to normality. I think it's fair to say this is a, a pretty unique challenge. Um, so it's all important. It's important that we all work together and, and support each other at, at this time. I'd also like to say a big thank you to all those clubs that provided feedback as to the specific challenges they're currently facing. We received, I think it was about 90 responses to a very brief survey we sent out around about a week ago. The feedback has helped us, but probably more importantly, the ECB to prioritise the support that they're going to give to the recreational game over the coming weeks and months. So that's, that's been absolutely fantastic. So thank you very much for everyone that participated in that. Just um, obviously more generally, I think you're all aware that all forms of cricket from elite to grassroots have currently been postponed. And this is actually effective up until the 28th of May at the moment. As a result, like clubs, all HEB activities have been cancelled or postponed. Um, full details are obviously on our website, together with any contact details, should anybody have any queries in relation to those activities that are currently on hold. From a, from a national perspective, um, as I'm sure everyone can imagine, there's a huge amount of work going on behind the scenes to support the game whilst we're in this period of uh, social distancing. But more importantly, um, they're also devising plans for when nor normality does resume, whenever that may be. Again. These plans are yet to be finalised, but they're likely to include how national programmes such as All-Stars and Dynamos and, of course, obviously, league cricket can be rescheduled um, depending on, on the, the length of the window that we actually end up with. As soon as that information is, is available, then we'll obviously share it with everybody um, via our Frequently Asked Questions page on our website. Uh, the purpose of the, the FAQ page is to keep everybody up to date with the latest position, advice and guidance, um, regarding the situation, and that can be found, as I say, on our website, but also the Hampshire Cricket League website and the Premier League website. We're going to attempt to keep that page up to date as possible, as everybody keeps saying. It's a fast-moving situation, but we're trying to do that on a weekly basis. So if there's any, any information that anybody needs but they can't find it on there, then please stay in touch with us or get in touch with the leagues and we'll make sure we, we try and find out the information and then we'll post it on that on that page. 
Thanks, Ben. And Simon, uh, Ben mentioned the survey responses we've had from clubs, so a really great response. What was the main things that came out of that? Uh, yes, really common themes emerged. Insurance was high up on the list because those bills are just starting to become due. And we're kind of um, having talks with one of the major insurers and the, and the leagues, and we'll try and give some advance, uh, some more information on that when that becomes clear. People still wanted to get out and train, but as Ben said, all cricket activity is suspended, so that means no to small groups, no to one-to-ones and small nets, even if it's family members, because of the travel implications. And the other issue was, could groundwork be carried out? And um, we'll go on to say a little about that in a minute. I think maybe if we start off with the, on the funding side. Yeah, probably number one for funding. Club, came out as a prime, prime concern, understandably because uh, clubs are in a situation where uh, they've lost their sources of income and there are still fixed outgoings which, uh, which are either due or ahead. It's worth saying a few things we've put in place. From the start, Hampshire Cricket Board will not be seeking its affiliation fees for 2020. So although that means about £10,000 less for us, then we recognise that that's probably not something we could we could charge. So so this and rightly so. So the staff so the directors have taken that decision. So while we'll be seeking your information, which is really important to stay in contact with you, we won't uh, we won't be seeking any any um, payment this year. ECB have given us some updates. Loan repayments are suspended until May 2021 on the interest-free loan scheme and they announced that a budget of just over 20 million will become available to the recreational game through a club support loan scheme and grants also through a return to cricket scheme as well. Other outgoing clubs have got business rates. The government have announced a business rates holiday for 2020 to 2021. So community amateur sports clubs are typically rebated 80% of this anyway but the additional 20% local authorities won't be charged, won't be charging either. No action is needed on that. Um, the councils will review, will issue revised bills on that. In general, finally, on this, just on this section to start with, really, two things. We urge really uh, clubs to negotiate uh, with their suppliers, either to really to unfix costs that were previously fixed in the in the old world, as it were and maybe even to negotiate instalments or, or, or whatever, because that's going to help the picture ahead. And in addition to the ECB funding, Sport England have just made an announcement um, of their community emergency fund. So that is aimed at organisations experiencing short-term hardship, which includes sports clubs. And it's aimed at really, again, looking at those fixed costs, which are no longer supported by revenue as a result of coronavirus. So this might expend, include expenditure on rent, utility costs, insurances, facility or equipment hire or, or staffing costs and retrospective losses dating from the 1st of March 2020. So that is worth that is worth a look um, and, and new and hot off the presses. Thank you Simon and I think so everything that we've talked about will be put is, is on our website but also will be attached to the, to the bottom of the podcast so all the links that are relevant for you you can find there. You've had quite a few conversations I think with clubs in the last couple of weeks are there any good examples of yes. clubs being really proactive early on or people just waiting to look, thinking? Um, I think it's got in phases. So there was an initial panic and a kind of a sense of loss because kind of us as cricket people, we do hibernate. We're very busy during the winter, but we do hibernate in terms of actually doing cricket and people were just ready to get, get out there. So people already 
thinking about the prospect of missing cricket. There is the, the financial side again is, is, is a big concern because uh, people have put a lot of work into setting clubs up and with no income, clubs have start, went through phases of kind of um, thinking the worst really because it is quite a serious financial situation. On the other hand, as well, sort of getting through that stage, for example, one, one club, Hook and Newnham, have started a GoFundMe campaign, which I think is into four figures now to see them through um, the season or, or to help with that process. And as the news comes in about grant funding and the role that government will take in governing bodies, then I th- people are just starting to process that. It's really early stages. It is unknown. I'm not going to say unprecedented because everyone's <laughs> saying that, yeah. um, even though it is. Uh, so I think it's going, it's going in phases. And let's face it, probably as cricket people... <laughs> We're all going to miss getting outside and playing sport as well, and that, that's not to be underestimated. So, would the message be to clubs just to research all of the available funding streams and the help out there? That's right, and we should put that will all be on on our um, frequently asked questions page, um, which we look to update weekly. We'll send this round by email to clubs, and we'll put links to it on our website. If major stuff, we want to strike the balance between sending every little update but bombarding people with information to the extent that they stop reading it to on the other hand making sure that urgent and vital stuff gets there so we're going to try and communicate this early in the week on tuesdays and update the page and also watch out for our social media because the urgent stuff and other ideas will kind of be on there so that is twitter at hampshire cb facebook hampshire cricket board and insta hans cricket board Great. Um, and you, you mentioned facilities and get people wanting to get out and active on the ground as well. Is there any, any news on that? Uh, yes. Now, this has come from Professor Nick Pierce, who's the ECB's chief medical officer. Um, so consultations took place between ECB, the government and the Institute of Groundsmanship, because, of course, the government guidance has come up with this definition of essential work. And there was some doubt as to whether maintaining a cricket ground did fall into essential work. Now, we've put the guidance on in full um, on our website. The answer is basically, yes, you can maintain your grounds, but under certain conditions. So uh, obviously it's work that can't be done from home and the person needs to be well and no one in the household needs to be self-isolating. And then it looks for actually the groundwork taking place of uh, preferably no more than two people taking part, respecting the kind of the, the physical distancing of two metres and staggering sort of visits and and taking particularly care of use of shared facilities like the kitchens, the restrooms and the changing rooms, etc., to minimise the risk of contamination. And I think it's also worth saying there is support out there. You know, the former Hampshire groundsman, uh, Carl McDermott, put, some, put something out and said that this is the only occasion on which he does subscribe to the statement well it's just a bit of grass but in this case it is the case and it will be there when you come back and i think so we talked about the um not being able to do stuff out and about but there's plenty of things to get on with at home and i think we've we've shared some stuff on our pages but also chance to shine who we work heavily with ben they've done quite a bit to get things out there yeah, absolutely. I think they've been pretty proactive. They're getting, I think they're planning to get something out um, on a weekly basis and then encouraging county boards, but also clubs to engage with that as much as possible. I think everybody was pretty keen very early on to get as much content out 
as possible and there's there is a huge amount out there um, from an ECB perspective and um, they do have plans to to produce some further content um, but at the right time particularly linked to to all stars so I think you know those all star centers that are out there make sure you keep an eye out for all of that content whether whether we're still in this period of social isolation which is seems very likely or whatever the situation may be i think there's going to be a lot of content in relation to all stars and dynamos that we can all engage with so as i say please keep an eye out for that so i think it's fair to say clubs have been great on this by organizing sort of quizzes online and virtual meetings so i think the staying in touch side of things is crucial not only for the health of the game but for people's sort of health now uh, missing the social aspects so there's a lot of stuff out there and we'll do our best to share that and promote best practice across our web pages yes and so obviously you know, there's other pages from create develop um, uk coaching for all the coaches out there there's 10 10 free resources that you can go on and access the school games organizers across hampshire of uh, devising weekly activities as well for all age groups Youth Sports Trust and Sport England use the hashtag stay in workout as well for everything. If you search that on social media, you'll find some great activities. Last thing probably is the safeguarding, Simon, updating on safeguarding. Yes, that's right. Now, there have been changes to the way that um, DBS checks are going to be carried out. They're going to be carried out sort of virtually uh, and online because obviously the prospect of meeting up face-to-face is not possible. I've had the first couple of those in uh, already in the last couple of days. We'll put full details of those, again, under our frequently asked questions. Um, There have also been our safe hands and safeguarding and protecting children courses um, have been postponed. So that means club welfare officers who have qualifications that are running for three years may be in danger of having their qualifications lapsing. An online alternative is being developed and that communication will reach our county welfare officer, Helen Wheeler, and we'll circulate that from then on because there will will be alternatives for people to keep their qualifications up. And again, we'll put that all on uh, the frequently asked questions section of the website. Simon, Ben, thanks for joining us. Thanks for all the information. I hope really useful for clubs, I think. Um, And if anybody does need to get hold of us, Simon, what's the best email for us? hcb.admin at agiasbowl.com Brilliant. Thanks guys, stay safe. Thanks Rob. Stay home, save lives. Get in touch with the Umpire Strikes Back podcast in the following ways. Use the hashtag umpstrikesback or contact Hampshire Cricket Board via email hcb.admin at ageasbowl.com that's A-G-E-A-S-B-O-W-L.com or via Twitter at Hampshire CB Insta, Hans Cricket Board or Facebook, Hampshire Cricket Board <laughs>